What's up, everybody, and welcome to another Seven Figure Photographer Live. It's Monday, and it is a beautiful day outside here in Idaho, at least. I don't know what it's like for you. Tell us what your weather's like. That's always a fun thing. So today, I've got a couple of different things for you. Uh, first and foremost today, our topic is, are you prepared to, to guide your customer through their journey? So that's what we're gonna talk about today, but we also have a couple of little bits of updates that I wanna share with you. We don't have an intro today, but we do have Mia, who, everybody say hi to Mia, is over there on the other side. She's answering any of the questions in the chat, so please make sure to share with us what your weather's like, where you're watching from. So, as far as for updates, as many of you know, maybe hopefully a lot of you know, but we have, well, I pro probably my fault, we haven't had a whole lot of, uh, excitement about the business book of the month uh it's a great book i hope you guys have had a chance to read it if you have please raise your hand tell us you read the book i'm still in the middle of the book but today i'm going to announce this month's or sorry july's business book of the month it feels so weird that we're even Enjoy. like that far into it so if you guys haven't gotten this one and read it read it there's some great information in it that i think you will enjoy Amy Bryan, well, I hope it's correct. Brian, you are new to us. I've never seen your name in here before, but from Keller, Texas, she said it's hotter than Hades. Glad at we're not first, going to Texas. At first I read that as Hatties. I was, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you're I was like that time we had, what was it? The uh tight. <laughs> so Tim Goats is here. What's up, Tim? Welcome. So as for the business book of the month, we, like I said, we've had uh, Atomic Habits. I'll set that up here in the background just so you guys can see it. But this month we have a new business book of the month. Hopefully Mia has grabbed the link for you guys. Um, on that right let now. me, <laughs> let me have her grab it. In fact, I got to check to see uh, the exact title for it, but it is up on the website under the sevenfigurephotographer.com forward slash book of the month. So if you go to sevenfigurephotographer.com and click on book of the month in the top menu bar, you will find the business book of the month. The July business book of the month is how to tell a story. It's all about storytelling and learning how to tell a story. Now, for those of you who don't know, I'm going to tell you <laughs> something that I have learned in business is that being able to tell stories are really what sell your business, sell you, sell your business, sell people the idea. Telling stories oftentimes help people attach emotions to experience and create better value in what you offer. So I think that that's one of the things that has been a huge benefit to me in my business is being able to be a storyteller. I also value story very much. I share a lot of stories. I always have good stories. In fact, a funny story about that is I have... I value stories so much in my life that when I was younger, I would say probably, I don't know, maybe I was in my teens or 20s, something like that. I had a friend that said to me, you know, you have so many stories that sometimes I don't believe that you've really had all these experiences. And I think that when I really kind of, because that really hurt me badly, I was like, man, that's like, that's hurtful that like the things that I've shared with you, you don't feel are honest or true. But really, I think what it boils down to is certain people value different things differently. I value story. I grew up in a home where my dad loved to share stories and it, drive, it still to this day drives me nuts listening to my dad's stories. At, a, at one point in time, I loved it. Now I've heard the same stories a hundred different times. And though those stories are still the same every day, someday I'm gonna love them very much. But I value stories. And so I value the experiences in my life and I always, would remember the things that happened. I would always remember the quirky details. Now, of course, how we tell stories 
there's always a little something added. It's just like a word that you use to give a little bit more emphasis to an experience or to something that happened. You know, for instance, a bear doesn't just growl in the woods, a bear roars in the woods, like those kinds of things. Like, so lots of stories. I love stories. I saw that today and I was like, you know what? We're going to take a little different approach and we're going to go with how to tell a story. Cause I think that one of the mentors that I've learned a lot from Russell Brunson, he talks so much about this proper way to sell with story. And I think that story really does sell in our industry. And so also being able to capture story or to tell story through photo uh, photography, video is an excellent way to do it as well. But being able to capture images that really tell a story or that inspire the story behind the image, I think is really powerful. So go check that out, how to tell a story on Amazon. I think it's like a 13 or $15, no, it's a $23 book. I apologize, I lied. Yeah. Yeah, you were slightly off. <laughs> I was a little bit off. James Wood is here with us. Uh, miss you all a lot. Should be back to normal now. That's good to hear, James. I'm good to see you. Anybody else that's around or on here, please comment. Let us know where you're watching from. Uh, again, welcome, Amy. So today I wanna talk about are you prepared to guide your customer journey? What I mean by that and what, you know, some of the things that I was thinking about and that really kind of inspired this topic today is because I've found with a lot of the clients or photographers that I'm coaching and working with is a lot of them have no understanding or thought of what their customer goes through. They've not considered it. They've not thought about you know, what is the end result and what are the in-between things on how to get there? Another aspect of what really kind of inspired this today is I was actually working on my website and though I can't say that my website is necessarily the, any sort of an example to go by, but one of the things that I thought was, okay, does my website really match what I expect of my customers as far as their journey? Now, if there is one thing that we have, we do have a very defined specific course of a journey for our customers to go on. We know that when like our ultimate goal is to get people to our website on our website, the ultimate goal on there is to get people to either call or book a studio tour. Anytime anybody calls, that is our goal is to get them in here for a studio tour. Now a studio tour is where we have the opportunity to sell them on the experience and get them to book with us. At that point, then we know all the different stages from that point on in the journey. So have you ever considered how, like what these different steps are? I know at Sync we talked about the customer journey, but today I wanna to talk about have you considered like what your customer journey looks like? Have you considered what your customers are gonna go through when you get a phone call? What are the different things you're talking to them about? We went through the other day and actually did a little cleanup on our call script and really changed up our call script because we just spent a fortune on mailers that I'm still having a little about PTSD that. about. We're not going to talk about it, Tim, I promise. Uh, so we don't want to talk about Not it. today. We don't want to talk about it anymore. But I was thinking, okay, well, when our customers call, we want to make sure that we have a defined journey. And when I talk about journey, I'm talking about lots of different journeys. You have the whole journey overall, the, the time from when the customer looks your name up on Google to the time when they're done given you a check and you've delivered their products. So that's like your main customer journey. But then there's also little journeys or we're just calling them journeys. And it's really just the outline of what they're gonna go through. What do you want them to go through? And how can you control what they go through? Well, 
again, what I've found with a lot of people is they have no idea. They're just kind of winging it. They're just going by the seat of their pants. And so they're trying to figure it out. Now, what we've done is we created the call script. I think we actually have this we do. available somewhere, except for I've just updated it. So it might be, and it's gonna be a little bit different for all of you guys, but yeah. I do have a, a template for this in Photoshop. You can go in and make it. We made it and just padded them together. But basically it's all of the questions. There's very specific questions that I wanna ask on the phone. Now, why do I have specific questions? Well, because over time I've learned a certain number of things. One of my main questions that I want to know is on a scale of one to 10, how do they value senior portraits? Like one being the least and 10 being the most. When I have parents that don't value senior portraits, at least an eight or above, then I know that they're typically not the right client for me and my business. So that's one of the questions that we want to ask on here. The other question is like, what is their name? Who am I talking to? So those are things that, again, that just kind of boils down to making sure that I've created an experience. So when somebody calls and I say, can I ask who I'm talking to? And they say, Jenny. And then two minutes later, I'm so focused on how I'm going to sell that I'm like, uh, what was their name again? <laughs> and so then you have to figure out a way when they decide to book, you're like, okay, how do I spell Jenny? <laughs> well, which that one can be a couple of different, you, you can have a couple of different things, but it's just having different things on here that really lead you through that experience. Now, the goal is that once we understand these things, we can say, okay, this is what I think would work best for you. And that's our sessions over here. And then on the back, it has all their detailed information. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Sorry. Me and Jenny, we're like peas and carrots. Yes. Yes, Tim, you are. And then on the back here, it has just their information, their credit card information. And so we can get them booked. Now, this has a lot of great information on it that we put into their file and we keep for a long time. But that's just part of our little journey. That's part of what we're doing. We recognize each lead that comes in as like vitally important. Uh, we're going to do our best to convert them over from a lead to a booking. And that's kind of like that part of the journey. But have you considered, like, have you written it down? What do your clients go through? We've talked about this, like in the 30 day lead challenge with leads. We talked about how, you know, outlining what your customers are going to go through. If they're coming in from from a website or from your website, how are you going to react, respond to them, communicate with them? What are the things you're going to say? What do your clients go through once they have booked? What is that experience? Like how much do they do for us? There's a couple of different things. We want to make sure that they get emails, a very specific set of emails. Number one, I always make sure that I send a, well, I have it set up to automatically send a text message that says, thank you for booking with Samuel Martin photography. So that if they do it online, which we've actually eliminated that possibility anymore, if they do it online or if, if Mia books them, they should get a text message con confirmation because a lot of times people will call pay and then not get anything. And then they're like, well, is it, is it good? Do, am I for sure on that date? If you don't have an email that goes out to them or a text message that goes out to them that tells them the specific date and time, then you might have a lot of issues with scheduling conflicts and stuff like that. From there on, a couple of things that we're going to do is we're going to make sure to send them an email that says, here's what you need to know for the shoot. We have a text message and an email that goes out the day before the session, but we also schedule them for an in-home consultation. Now, this is just a customer touch point. It's just one of the opportunities where I get to go in, sit down with them in their home and we get to talk to them. It's a great opportunity to talk to them about wall portraits, stuff for like what they want to do with their pictures, those kinds of things, and find out more about 
what they want. Now, for me, I do that because it's just a way to show my client that I'm going above and beyond the extra mile to give them experience. And that experience is what translates into the sales beyond that. And so that's a big part of what I do. It doesn't have to be what you do, but I understand that that is one of the stages in our journey. And then we have this day of the shoot and the day of the shoot, we wanna make sure that that experience is the same for everybody, no matter where it is. And so the day of the shoot, these are some of the things that I've already kind of talked about with the journey, but what I want to make sure that you guys are considering what you're doing is how are you working with these clients or how are you taking your customers and guiding them through the journey? If you don't have this defined for yourself, if you don't have it written down that maybe customer call and write it down and then write down what are you gonna say on that customer call? What are the most important things that you want on that customer call? Name, phone number, email address, what their student name is, their email address, or sorry, the student email address, and what school they, they graduate from. Those are the things, so write that down. What are the things that you, and, and put it on a, print it out on a nice piece of paper, maybe a card, so that you can go over it and you have your checklist that you can look at. As you find all that information or you get all that information, then you know, okay, this is all complete. Let's move to the next step. Let's move to the next stage in the journey. And the way I like to really look at this and I kind of liken it is it's like going on a trip. Like for instance, tomorrow we're leaving for Lake Tahoe. Uh, we're going down for those of you who, um, I got a lot of flack because people were like, oh yeah, you're keeping it a secret. <laughs> I didn't know if I was allowed to share. I'm pretty sure it's fine. We're going down with an organization called One Collective, Jody Ray, Ray Real Rail. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure the proper pronunciation of her last name from Las Vegas. And she has an organization with a couple of other photographers and they get together and take pictures of seniors to do just kind of a fun destination thing. So that's what we're going down for. We're going down for a couple days to shoot. And now mind you, I know how to get to Tahoe. I know how to drive to Tahoe. It's not, there's not a whole lot of different options, directions <laughs> that we can go. But I was thinking about it yesterday and I was like, okay, well, we have a little bit of a timeline. We have to be there by 6 p.m. for a dinner and we have to stop at In-N-Out for lunch. That's, yes. those, are, those are the two <laughs> the demands. Reason. Those are the two <laughs> requirements. So we've set the destination. We know where the destination is. And, and this is all so often with our customers, we've thought about, well, I wanna take senior pictures and I wanna make money doing it. So you're kind of like the start and the end. So, but what do you do in between? And what are the things that you do in between? If you create a road trip, how often do you just set the destination and never look at a map or open Google Maps or have anything to define like where you're going and, and where you have to turn, those different things. And let me tell you, if you don't know where you have to turn in the different things, then guess how your client is going to feel overall in that experience? They're gonna feel completely lost and they're leading or they're being guided by somebody who is completely lost if you have not created an outline for how or an itinerary for your journey. Let's call it that. Let's yeah, call like it that. the itinerary for your journey. That's a lot of, th those are. It's okay, it like, works. <laughs> that's a tongue twister, I can tell. But the, the goal here is to identify these things or to create that itinerary so that you understand what you need to convey to your customer and what journey you need to take them on. Because like I said, if you're trying to just get them to the end, but you don't even know the destination, then you're really just learning along with them. If you have it documented and you have it identified, then being able to follow that documentation is super easy. It's like having a shot list. When you go out, 
you know that you have, like for us, we, we have three, four, and five location options without like the same number of outfits per location. We know those things. So we have a really good understanding of what we have to do to complete all these different things in the journey. Mia, do you have anything you want to share? You look so... No, not really. I mean, <laughs> I was just trying to think about the different things that we do. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, good. Not really. Right. <laughs> Real good. I'm just sitting here. So, you know, I think that that's the biggest thing. Like, you, you wouldn't hire a hunting guide that had never been on a hunt, right? No. Okay. You wouldn't hire a river guide that's never been in a raft, right? Yeah. So when we don't know, we basically look like the river guide that's never been in a raft. So identify what are the things river guides every time i've ever gone rafting which hasn't been a ton of times they know the names of the specific rapids they know what side of the rocks to go on they know all the different things that they have to do they understand how to deal with certain things in different like scenarios like when the water is lower the water is higher and those are the different things you have to understand for us, we know that like when it's hotter in the summertime, we keep the car running, those different things. And those are really simple, petty things that you can totally do on the fly. But those are things that you can create as you do them, you can create an outline for how you do those things. So my goal or my, my challenge for you guys is to come up with some great outlines for what you want your customers to go through. And maybe it's going as small or as, as uh, focused as multiple steps between each stage of the journey. Now, for those of you who remember, let me see if I can find one of my journey sheets here. I think this is the old one. This is the old one. This isn't the one we did at Sync. Do you have the one we did at Sync? Um. And so either way, this is, this is, kind of, this is fine. Okay, here, we got, a, we got one of the booklets from I don't ever want to print another booklet in my life. Okay, so this is, these are the different stages of the journey. And maybe in your pre-session, all we've done here is we've just outlined, like we've titled what the different stages are, right? But in between one and two, where's two? Two's over here. We don't have anything written down about what you do in that journey. So my point in sharing all this with you today is defining the different things that go in between this journey. So for instance, the pre-session. Uh, well, actually, let's, we've talked about a lot about that stuff. Let's talk about the post-session. Yeah. So post-session, we have a very specific workflow that we do for the post-session. Number one, we get after the session, I hand a card off to Michelle. I actually write it or I put it in a little tiny yellow envelope that looks like this. It's a little coin envelope. You can get these at Staples or on Amazon. And I write the name of the session down on it or the name of the student. And I put my little card, just like that, right in there. And I put that in there and I stick it on her desk at home. And so she knows that she's got to go in and edit those and get three images ready for the teasers the following day. She also puts those into Dropbox in a specific spot that Mia finds them and is able to post them. Dylan knows that he has to back up his data and create a teaser video the following day so that Mia can post it. We also have a very specific email that goes out to the customer. We have an email that goes out to them specifically asking them for, for a review on Google. Also giving them an opportunity to leave, like to fill out a survey. And then the other thing that we do is that 
depending upon, we kind of have like, we've done it a couple of different ways and we should probably define this. This is a perfect example. We typically try to schedule them at the end of the session when we're on our way back. We try to schedule them for the... Ordering? Yeah, the ordering. Well, yeah, the ordering session. So anyway, we try to schedule them for that and then, but sometimes we don't get it done and we end up scheduling them for the, or we, Mia reaches out to them and schedules them right after that. So... Did you have something you wanted to share? Yeah, I think one of the important things, like when you've done this forever and when I came on, I felt a little lost the first few ones. And I think sometimes your clients can feel that same way. And one of the things I feel like you do that really well is they're informed of the little steps in between, even just like remember the portrait ones. I don't know if they can yeah. see this one, but um, we give this to them and they know what their next steps are. They know Michelle's reaching out to them. They know that they're dealing with somebody new and that I'll reach out to them once their products are in. Because if they're not aware of it, like we know what's going on, but that doesn't yeah. mean they know what's going on. And then that gives them that anxious feeling of like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. So I think and, that's important. And that's honestly like that's come from years of, of seeing my customers like question and be frustrated and like because I wasn't doing those things. For instance, that little booklet was one of those things that we created to help us fix a broken system. That's really what it, what it was. And that's kind of what this all rolls back to is it's ultimately ends up being more money in the bank, but the goal is to create information for your customers so that they're prepared so that they can't ever come back on you and say, Hey, I had no clue what was going on. I did this. It's really all about education, but it's also all about creating and just being a professional and being a guide in a journey that is a vitally important journey. When that journey is amazing, the people will spend the money. So again, my goal for you and my hope is that you guys will take the time today or maybe tomorrow and write down all the different steps or different things that you guys do in between each of the journeys or each of the stages of the journey. Write down the different things and then figure out what do you do? How do you, how do you deal or look at it and say, oh man, like I, I haven't had really a defined itinerary here. So what can I do to better prepare my customer for the experience that they're gonna have? We try to make it so that our customer can come in, drop their clothes off and pretty much have everything done for them to where everything's done. Now, the other thing to consider is just because your session day is amazing, don't let everything else go by the wayside, the before and the after. Make sure that they all become or that they're all the same all the way across the board, that they're a consistent experience all the way across the board. I always call it don't peak on the first date. Don't take a girl out on a helicopter ride to some amazing roof or like a, a mountaintop dinner and then take her to McDonald's like I did for my wife when we got <laughs> married. So any questions we have or thoughts on that topic today? Bueller. We're talking about in and out. Sorry. You we, guys are still talking about in and out. <laughs> That's fabulous. Who's going to fusion? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I might, I don't know. I might send, uh, send Dylan just for some extra video with, uh, but I'll probably just do that at, at, uh, whatchamacallit imaging next year hmm. just because he does a good job of teaching the story storytelling garen yeah. does yeah. garen does a good does. job of that so all right guys well that's all i've got for you guys today that's it
Any any thoughts, feelings? Mia, you want to say goodbye? <laughs> Here, everybody say goodbye to Mia. Peace out. Peace out, Girl Scout. Okay, <laughs> so we should all go. Shutterfest for me, Tim says. Yes, I want to go to Shutterfest next to Shutterfest. year. I got lots of stuff I want to do, so. Anyway, take care, guys. Have a wonderful day, and we will see you again next week. We'll tell you all about our experience in Tahoe. In fact, if you get a chance, go follow yeah. us on Samuel Marvin Photography and watch our stories and we'll see be behind the scenes everything going on there. So take care, guys. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. <laughs>